Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is off 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 off, off the record. Off the record. Off the record. Welcome back to Off the Record with Hello. myself, Jamie Hartley. I've got two of our regulars right next to me. To my left, I've got Danny James. Hello. And to my right, we've got Lawrence James. Hello. And this is the first podcast that we're recording of 2020. Happy New Year. Yep. Happy New Year to everybody Happy listening. Happy New Year. Um, and there's quite a few exciting things that have happened over the last few weeks, and we're going to dive into those in this podcast. And obviously, um, January is all about new equipment with NAM. That has is just it's just wrapping itself up at time of recording this. So we kind of we're aware of all the new products now that have been announced there from the DJ point of view, and we're going to be talking about them in today's podcast. And you can you know join us, follow along. You know we'd love to hear your thoughts about these products. If you're um, watching this on YouTube, you can comment below. You know what you think from the product releases of this year. And if you're just listening on Apple or Spotify or something, then please remember to follow or give us a, a rating or anything just to help us uh, push the podcast further. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you for joining and following this podcast. So, without further ado, let's dive into it. So, myself and Danny. Um, to my left, we got invited out to Fort Lauderdale in America about, what was it, about a week ago now, yep. and we were out there for five days, and we got invited out there by In Music, which is the brand that acquired DJ brands such as Den and DJ, Newmark, Rain, as lo- as uh, as with loads of other audio brands as well, and we found out loads about those brands, but in particular, the reason why they brought us to Fort Lauderdale is they wanted to showcase some new products to us and if you're listening or watching to this now you're you're probably aware of what these products are we've got some new products from Denon and Rain um, in particular that we got to preview out there didn't we we got to get hands-on with them they brought us out so they could tell us all about these products give us a full-on rundown of them and then create some content to go on YouTube and all the popular places which you can go check out if you haven't already um but first of all, before we talk about the products or anything else, Danny, how did you feel the experience was? Because this is a first time for Crossfader, you know, being invited yeah. out to somewhere like that. It was, I was really surprised. I mean, um, going out there and knowing the denim products that we knew before we went, it was like, all right, it's going to be interesting to see what they have to show us. But, you know, when we actually got there, saw it for everything that it is now, it's like, wow. Yeah, they yeah. had like a lot to show about it. And, you know, everywhere that... Um, we went to in Fort Lauderdale was good as well. Like you know, just going along there was great. And they had this whole like amazing, uh, what what did they call it? It was like the in music, in music center experience center. And this thing yeah. was built pretty much for this event that they were putting on. And it took them two years to build. It was mm. an amazing space with three studios in there and an office space and yep. it was all kitted out there was like sound systems in the roof and all that cool stuff and video walls mm. and it was a really cool studio but this was the first time that they really got to use it they're obviously going to be doing more events there in the yeah. future but it was great to be some of the first people to experience this new center i was very jealous of uh, all the equipment that they had there oh yeah i was, I was, they had very, a great I was very jealous sat here in the office <laughs> having to watch you two DJing yeah. on boats and things yeah. like that. Oh yeah, that was another cool thing yeah. that we got to do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you haven't seen that already, myself and Mojax from DJ City, Old big shout Mojax. out to Mojax. Uh, we got to do a, 
basically a set on Denon DJ's private boat, which was crazy. And it was on the new SC6000s and the new X1850 mixer that we basically went out there to view amongst Mm. other products. So we got to get hands on and, you know, put it in, (laughs) I say, in a real life set. I mean, it was a pretty spectacular set to be able to play on the back of a little boat. But, you know, it was still a real set. We got to kind of test it out in a real environment. So that was really cool as well. Um, Talk to me about the kit. Then, what did you what did you like? What was your favorite well, features? What 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 did you, what was your overall I'm still thoughts? surprised. Yeah, like yeah. not not in like a disrespectful way to Denon, but yeah. it's like I just feel like me personally, compared to the SC five thousand players, these are just like another level. Yeah, it's like they've just done a massive leap yeah. into like a whole new like area. Yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah. Like it's hard to explain. You're but it's telling me like the feel and the build quality. Yeah, and things just like things that. like, it's like, just like next level. Yeah, compared to the SC five thousands, it was just like wow. These are yeah. I was like, whoa! Did a different company make these? Or something? Yeah, it was just. Yeah. I feel like that was one of the most important things about the company bringing us out as Crossfader, bringing us mm. out to see the equipment and not only see it, but to talk us through it and talk about the future of you know their vision yeah. for Denim, yeah, yeah. their vision for the industry and what they're trying to achieve and that that goes beyond just the buttons that you press on a piece of equipment yeah getting an understanding the of where goals where a company's like going yeah, yeah it makes a big difference and mm-hmm. you realize that the sc5000 fair enough this is uh, you know they, they feel much nicer to play yeah. on but it was still a huge leap in technology it was a it was a huge innovation from the, the in music brand and denon um and and, and it didn't stop there and that's the main thing i think it's they're not stopping they're not just going right we've made a product we, we hoped it did you know we hoped it do really well and that's it we don't need to make any more you can tell that they're trying to innovate and push yeah. constantly you know it's only been a few years yep. since mm-hmm. that was released and again you know pioneer cdjs yeah they're great but the you know the due an upgrade i'd say 100 oh, sure. um, yeah. and i that was one of the things i was expecting to see an update to the cdjs at now we all thought but, that would happen didn't we but yeah not quite ceases to be the oh. uh be reality i suppose but you know maybe this year at some point we might see some cdj updates yeah. but yeah going back to denon and the products yeah. we saw out there yeah. just to run through if people aren't aware denon announced and three different well basically three different parts to their range so yeah. we've got the professional players which is the sc6000 the sc6000m which is the motorized like vinyl looking one yeah. mm-hmm. and the x1850 mixer and then they also announced the denon dj prime 2 which is the two channel version of the prime 4 really popular unit yep. and the denon prime go, go. which mm. was like the curveball from that the industry that wasn't it that was a know, big splash that's the one that everybody's talking yeah. about at the moment and everybody's really interested in because it's something totally new and totally different. And it was the one, when I got the press release through over email before yeah. we went out there, mm. I was looking at the pictures and I was kind of reading it and thinking, oh, what have they done what, here? Yeah, what's what, going on with this? What is going on? Like, why are we reinventing the wheel? What's going on? Yeah. And it wasn't until I got out there and actually touched it, I was like, okay, I uh, kind of yeah. get it now. We were all the same though. Like, yeah. You messaged us being like, guys, I have something to show you tomorrow. <laughs> and I think we all we all expected the worst because when you hear that, it's, it's never anything good, is no, it? No, but, no. And then you showed us the pictures, and we we're all just like, "What? Skeptical is the word. This can't be real, surely." So the Denon Prime Go is basically yeah, a battery powered. It, yeah. There's a review that we've done and, yeah. and a mix as well that you can check out, but it's a battery powered all-in-one unit. So this is a first. You know, it's basically got a laptop inside it that powers the thing, and you can run their Engine OS DJ software. That's what's running inside it. You can stream music from Tidal and then soon to be other streaming services. So basically, you've got this one unit. It doesn't need to be plugged into a power source. You don't need to download music into it because you can Incredible. stream into it. And it's just, it's portable. It's, it's, it's 
relatively small, so it's really portable, and it's got professional inputs and outputs yeah. for yeah. you know wedding DJs, event DJs, or even just you know bigger DJs that want to take something on the road. <laughs> so if you you know, yes, yeah, so you, 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 like you could just pick it up, get a Bluetooth speaker, go into the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. play for four hours. Which yeah. is just right ridiculous. Although I don't think Bluetooth speaker works at the moment, <laughs> oh. but you can plug a speaker we'll straight that. in you and yeah, a, in, yeah. a battery-powered speaker basically, yeah. Yep. and yeah, you, yeah, you're good to go. Good so to go. it's very interesting and exciting. I think there were a few things that I straight away just from looking at, I was like, oh, why have they put horizontal EQs? Yeah. You know, mm. why, why, why is the the trim or the gain level at the bottom, not at the top. And there was little things yeah. that I straight away picked up from a DJ perspective as just your general mixing yeah. workflow. But you said as soon as you got onto it. As soon as I got onto that. it, yeah. It was yeah. just so fun. Um, and I was really impressed with the quality of it. I thought it might look and feel more like a bit of a toy and yeah. a bit of an accessory than an, a genuine DJ product. And I think everyone's categorizing it and putting it into the box of the DJ 400 or the DDJ SB3 because of its size. Yeah. yeah. If you think about it, you know, you you know, you tell me you get a bigger controller and it costs more money and it does more things. That's how we're programmed really to think yeah, about right. it. So as soon as it gets smaller everyone thinks, well, smaller equals less, less you know, in the uh, DJ yeah. industry. And that's where this is a hard thing to get your head around. You actually get a lot more. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's a big thing about the price point being too high, but... Yeah, well, like, like you say, if you buy a, if you buy a 200, you've got to still have, you know, something to plug it into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's usually an iPad a, or, yeah. an, or an iPhone. Or, or even a laptop. Or even a laptop. Yeah. So to have it embedded in there, yeah. is, you know, you've got to remember the power behind it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting when it gets released and into people's hands, how they kind of receive it you know what mm. what people really think of it and see some other other I reviews think it's do well. i do yeah. as well i'm mm. looking forward to getting it in the office and yeah. get, getting yeah. some getting some mixes out i think it. it's like like we said i think when people see it and you know get to play on it or even get it you know it's going to be like a very ple uh, pleasant supply ple <laughs> la la. Pleasant. pleasant surprise, surprise yeah. for a lot of people yeah yeah so, i mean yeah. it's the one that we've talked about most since and the one that has been viewed most online and it's the one that's causing the most interest especially yeah. from nam this yeah, year yeah. um so I, I you know i hope to see this this product range from denon adapted Lot, and move yeah. further in, loads in of the loads years of great loads of great comments just about gen on it uh, about denon in general on yeah, our, yeah, on our, yeah, on our yeah. page just yeah i think it helped that they brought out like three thick well yeah. i know that the sc6000 and ms yeah, are separate similar. products but mm. there's three big launches there all at the same time and it really made people think oh right they're not just you know like a one hit wonder it's, yeah of course it's, it's you know they're really pushing this thing and bringing out a range like that it com it starts to complete their range but you know i'm excited i'm hoping to see some more entry-level price bracket stuff or it opened up to a much wider range of djs because you're still starting at you know 999 dollars right. for that prime go so mm. you're still not catering for those yeah you know people that want to spend a couple hundred dollars and check whether they want to DJ or not, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's, the, the, you know, there's a, there is a whole market that's not quite served yet yet mm -hmm. in the Denon ecosystem. Yep. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, also, when we were out there, like, what else did we get up to, Danny? Can you think, you know, we we got to go to this in music experience center and stuff, but even yeah. just on an evening would be, you know, surrounded by a lot of the team members from Denon. Yeah, it was, it was so nice to be, like, fully involved in their team as well, like, I don't think I've seen a, a group of people so passionate about something. Like, yeah. obviously, apart from those guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, they were just um, they were just so enthusiastic about everything to do with Denon and all the other companies, for that matter. Like yeah. every other company inside of a music, they were all just super driven about, it and you could tell. And 
you know, even with Denon and us being there with those guys, like for the CEO to be there as well, yeah. you know, kind of filling us in on everything that's going on in the company and what their vision is and, you know, where they see Denon going and how they see it now and whatever. It was, it was just so good to see that because it's not often that you get someone who's, you know, the top of the company who's so heavily involved. Hands on. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was just so good to see that and just, you know, nice to see that people care so much about something that they're putting out for the DJ industry. And yeah, it was great. And they looked after us really well. Oh, I mean, yeah. we were staying in a really nice hotel mm-hmm. um, and, the, you know, they took us out for some really nice meals mm-hmm. and we did some some really nice things. And obviously, you know, it's in their best interest to look after us and make oh, sure yeah. we're all having a nice time. But it was a great experience from our point of view because from Crossfader's point of view, like we were buying the products that we were we were reviewing only a half a year to, to a year ago. Yep. Um, and then to be flown out to Fort Lauderdale is, is an amazing experience for yep. us. So I want to yep. give a big shout thank out you, to Denon and in yeah, music. Thank you. I, I hope you keep doing launches like this. I hope you br- I hope <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're happy to come. <laughs> I hope you bring me next year as well. Yeah. <laughs> and along with us, there was a load of other media people yeah. out there. So I've yep. got to shout out people like DJ Mag was out there, resident advisor and digital yep. DJ tips. And there was people representing DJ, BPM Supreme. DJ City. DJ yeah, City, BPM yeah. Supreme was so, there, yeah. Uh, DJ Tech Tools, Tech Tools. yeah, yeah. Um, and actually we all got together and did a live stream talking about the DJ industry mm. and stuff as well so that was really good it's, that it was, was another good thing like aside from the whole technology point of view it was it's not often you're going to get into a situation yeah. where so many angles of the DJ industry are going to be in one room every angle and it was just you know like we, we said when we got there it's like wow everyone is here yeah. and it's just and it, we were all there for a common cause. It, yeah, was, it wasn't yeah. like we were all trying to compete against each other no, for the no, best video or review or anything like that. It was just, we were all happy to be in the same place, working on similar things mm. and, and working together in the industry. So yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. Story time. So while we're out in Fort Lauderdale, obviously Danny just mentioned that the CEO was very heavily involved. He was he was there every day, you know, giving introductions to these products. He was super passionate about these products. And you could tell that he was just really passionate about Den and DJ and, and in music in general. Obviously, he, he owns the thing, so he's got to be. But the fact that he was so involved in, in us being out there was great. And as part of that, <laughs> we ended up one evening, um, they didn't tell us what we were doing. We just ended up getting on this boat, the Den and DJ boat, which in Fort Lauderdale, there's loads of canals and things that run um, down basically through a load of mansions. Yeah, that's, yeah. How you get, that's how you get from one house to another house, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, or how you get from one millionaire's house to another yeah, millionaire's yeah. house. And, one day. You know, it was amazing to just, we didn't we still didn't know where we were going, we just thought we're taking a ride on the boat and going to a restaurant. Mm. Anyway, we're driving down the, uh, sorry, going down the canals, and looking at all these houses and thinking, wow, look how amazing they are. Anyway, we end up pulling up eventually to this big house. And we're like, well, we're getting off here. And then we could see the CEO like waving at us from, from the deck. And we're yeah. like, oh, right. So, oh, there's a load of tables set up there. Is this his, ha- this is his house? Oh, this is his home. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, we're, we're having like a, a catered meal outside yeah. on this big, it's not a decking, but just a big patio, patio. Yeah, pool next like to garden. us and, yeah. and looking out to wow. the sun setting. And I was like, wow, this Fearless. is, this is incredible. Um, and it was one of those experiences. We didn't realize we were going to be experiencing that, but yeah. to invite us to his home and then put on a really nice meal for everyone yeah. and provide a load of really nice food and drinks and be catered on. It was, it was like living like a bit of a celebrity film. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> it was so strange just getting off this boat and then everyone stood there with like these trays of drinks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, you, you know, when 
you go on holiday and the, you, you land yeah. on the plane, you get to your hotel and they've got like a nice cocktail for you. <laughs> it was a mojito that I actually had and they had a cocktail. Nice canapes. Like, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah. It's been a long journey. Canapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there great. were some nice canapes as well. Yeah. Um, and then in that evening after we'd eaten, uh, this was before we'd seen the Denim Prime 2 or the Denim Prime Go. That was going to be the following day where we got to check out these products and we had that on the schedule. Um mm-hmm to do but suddenly out of nowhere they bring out this denim prime go and because it's portable it doesn't need power plugged in they brought it out and they had it hooked up to some wireless speakers through like this wireless transmitter wasn't yeah, it, it was like a right. receiver yeah um and they brought it out and they just put it on the table and we were all just like nerds flocking around this <laughs> yeah. new unit like oh slightly maybe some people slightly drunk like oh this is amazing <laughs> yeah. and we all just did this big back-to-back basically yeah. there was uh myself and danny from crossfader there was mojack from dj city phil from um digital dj tips and the guys from tech tools dj mag yeah. resident advisor we all even the guys from denon as well we all jumped on and just did track a track each yeah. nice. we were just no, passing yeah. it back we all sat around the table passing we didn't move we just passed the unit to the next yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, it was this weird situation yeah. where we're like right, yeah. what track we're going to pick just um, they were hooked up to streaming and we could just search ah, anything in the world yeah um, you know in that moment we're like right oh yeah i know where to go from here and then we just passed the, the unit along and that that was a really cool way to <laughs> you know introduce us to this product and and make us see see why it's you know, a fun product, but also how it can be used in certain environments. Yeah. It's the best pasta parcel I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... I hated that story time, by the way. <laughs> was that just because just I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully next time we'll, we'll all be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're listening, Den, and yeah, we've got uh, five of us you need to fly out. So. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so moving on from that, we're... we're a lot of the people that were there covering the, the in music experience and the launches then flew straight to Nam from there. Mm. And Denon got in there and kind of thought, right, we'll announce these products prior to Nam so people can get some good coverage of them. We'll get people out here rather than on the busy conference floor of Nam where it's really loud. We'll do it in a controlled environment, which actually worked really well. And yeah, I'm it makes, so it makes, glad, makes a lot of sense. So glad that they did that because mm. it, it does make more sense. But a lot of people then flew over to Nam. Um, which is a huge, huge, every year in January, a massive conference, uh, a convention really, where there's all DJ manufacturers and music, Music you know, instrument manufacturers and everything all sort of showcase new equipment. Um, But there wasn't really an abundance of new stuff. So Pioneer dropped the brand new DJM V10 mix. So that was one of the first announcements Mm. from Nam. Now, I'm going to... We call it the beast. Oh, it's so intense. So let's move over to Danny. You made a mix on it. Like, how did you find it? I did. It? Well, when I first got in front of it, you know, compared to any other mixer I've been on, I was just like, wow, this is like really intimidating for, you know, even though I have been a working DJ for however many years, it's still like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. And I think it's going to take a while for anyone to get used to really. I mean, yeah. if, you've, yeah. if you're a DJ that's played on like the model one, you know, mixer, you're going to be a lot more familiar anyway, but even from a point of view, if you're coming from an Allen and Heath, there's still a lot on there that you need to understand. And so you brought up two brands there. Do you think Pioneer have kind of sent for Allen and Heath and model one? Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think they're like, they're fully trying to go into that market of it. You know, the mixer itself, it's not for your bedroom DJ or just the DJ who will go and play to parties and stuff. It's for, it's going to be for a very niche market. That's going to be like, you know, the techno DJs who are going to be yeah. doing like eight to 10 minute transitions yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. you know, adding in all these yeah. different sorts of effects. So there's, it's not for, 
your everyday DJ. And that's why it's a shame because online a lot of people are commenting like, who would need this mixer? Six no. channels? Oh, yeah. what? why? This is not what we asked for. But again, I think it's that thing of maybe it's not what people ask for, but it does serve, serve a purpose. One yeah. thing I did think it would be really good for is other than DJs is bands. So, well, right. not necessarily just a band, but like, you know, you see these electronic groups yeah, who yeah, like yeah. perform and it's, if you've got like a ton of effects, like, from different instrument players, you know, like yeah. a guitarist or yeah. something. It's yeah. If you're like a live electronic act yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or an electronic band. I can see it doing really well for some something like that. But, you know, for the DJ, I can see there is going to be people that use it, but I just don't see it being yeah a big mixer yeah. really and it's expensive as well so it's very, very expensive yeah, yeah. so it's the, it's the high-end market that they've yeah. gone for for this nam release yep. um saying all that you know i've had a good play in it i did a review of it which again you can check out but um it is a very powerful piece of equipment you know strip the price or who it's for off it and just from a, a, a standpoint of what it can do yeah. you know mm. i was really impressed with with the power behind it and the adaptability of using channels for effects and things like that, which Alan and Heath offer, you know, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that other mixers don't offer that solution, but it was really nice to have the pioneer feel um, and the pioneer sort of layout that you used to, but with all these extra features added, it was a learning curve to just figure it out, just to look at it and go, right, what's new here and how do I use it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a bit of a learning curve to understand that. Yeah. If, if you're an electronic music producer and you've got oh, yeah, this big live setup it's gonna it's gonna tick a lot of boxes i think yeah, yeah for sure um so a shame though that we didn't get more something. cdjs or yeah. something else i, I, know, I was yeah. expecting more yeah we didn't get as long with it as we would have liked to either you know it's we could have had a lot more mixes on it and more time to plan mixes and yeah. stuff but we literally had it a few days so yeah you know it's 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 one of those things it was a sample unit it wasn't even the finished unit so yeah. Yeah. it was it was thank a pre-production yeah. oh yeah thank big you. shout yeah. out for that thank you um Something else. So obviously we had all the Denon stuff. We've talked about that. They're obviously promoting that hard at Nam as well. But um, the Rain 70 battle mixer now, we didn't talk about mm. that in our uh, journey over to Fort Lauderdale, but we did get to see that new mixer because yep. um, yep. Rain is part of the In Music Collective of Brands. And we got to do a quick review on it. We didn't get along on it, but um, I think, you know, it was one of those products. I mean, what do you think? I'm going to come over to you, Lawrence. Yeah. Your, you know, you've got an S9 at home, right? Yeah, it's definitely I w it's something I would use. I've not had the pleasure of being in front of it like you guys, but I would definitely be open in to use it because it's a bit of a stripped back version of the 72. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I did feel like the 72 did just had a bit too many things yeah. on, on it. So yeah, yeah. the stripped back version is amazing. I've seen the videos of like Craze and A-Track having a mess about uh, yeah. in that yeah, one yeah. and it looks... I mean, them guys are ridiculous anyway, but yeah, it looked amazing and I will definitely be trying it. And if we get one in the office and I prefer it to the S9, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely think about swapping it. For as soon as as soon as we got there and I saw it, I was, you know, I used to be an S9 user myself and yeah. I was like, if I still had that, that's it, the S9 would be gone and I'd be straight on this. Like the reason I didn't go for the 72 is because of the screens. Like, yeah, there is a lot going on There's there. There's a lot going on. And, you know, I can see why a lot of people did like it and moved to it from the S9, but... Yeah, I was just more well, yeah, into a, this a, a battle DJ that uses a mix like that doesn't need yeah. the technology to be. Yeah, it, 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 they don't need it to do the craziest of things yeah. or have an no. abundance of settings yeah. all there on top of the unit. Yeah. Um, I think it needs to be the the main features a battle DJ would use streamlined and and there in yeah. front of you. And I yeah. think that's that's the big thing about you know battle mixers yeah. is that it needs to be simple. Yeah, in it does in yeah. its design and its functionality, but yeah. powerful in 
what's embedded inside it and what yeah. the, what its potential is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a play on it. I think how did you how do you find with the S9? Obviously, one of the big things that people don't like about it is you can't have independent pad mode. So yeah, that's the, it that's the only both. thing. That's yeah. the only thing. So that that uh, yeah, being able to have you know a hot cue selected on left and then an effect bank on the right um, is is ideal. So I think yeah. it's going to be interesting to see if Pioneer come back with some sort of response to rain, you know, for yeah. maybe like a S9 Mark II or something. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they've got to because I think a lot of people will make the shift now. Yeah. Um, how, you know, it's, I think it's cheaper than the S9 as well, yeah. which is a big thing, you know, big you're kind of getting more. It's a very, it's a much more updated mixer. You think the S9 was the first of its kind yeah, to, yeah. to bring paddles and all that kind of stuff. So that technology that is now taken for granted in the battle scene, in the scratch scene, that was the, you know, they pioneered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse the pun, yeah. um, but yeah. you know it—it's one of those things that then it's been about. It's, it's been while. adopted now, and it yeah. needs to be upgraded. So I, yeah. I really hope Pioneer bring at least a Mark II. Yeah, Pioneer S9 Mark II. Even if all it had was independent pad modes, I think would make a huge difference. Oh, and yeah. people would look at it differently. It's due an upgrade, though. I mean, like you're saying, the CDJs are due an upgrade. They've been around the same amount of time as the the latest CDJs have. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's all due an upgrade, really. Yeah. yeah. We'll watch, see what happens this space. year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's go entry level. So Newmark, this was a bit before NAM. They were the first announcement of the year, pretty much. But the DJ2 go-to touch. So just if anyone doesn't know, they had this $79, I think, entry-level controller that's like a thin, the width of a laptop. It's a really thin controller that has all your basic features on and works with Serato DJ Lite. And the big complaint that everyone had with it is that the jog wheels weren't capacitive. So yeah, for you to scratch move. on it, then you had to pause the song to scratch. You couldn't scratch while it was playing, basically. Um, but now they move. But the, the jog wheels don't move, well, sorry, but it means you, sorry, can, now cut. you can scratch and cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that it was a very incremental upgrade. It's now called the Touch, but again, it's a seventy nine. I think it's seventy nine dollars. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but you know, less than a hundred dollars <laughs> for a controller that you can happily mix a couple of songs on. That's the one you want to be on if you're that beginner DJ who's wanting to get a little bit of a taste of. Yeah. You know, do I want to do this? That's got to be, yeah. Yeah. I'll try but this out. It, you still need a laptop to be able to, yeah, yeah. to use it. So um, it's nice to see that upgrade. I think they could have done a bit more with it. Like, I don't think there's EQs on it. Um, or even... So. Just filters the, in there. I don't, yeah, there might not even be filters on it. I think it's literally just a crossfader and some hot cues and things. But yeah, All you need is a beginner, though. That is all you need, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, that's entry level. I, I was expecting maybe a bit more from, from Nam this year i don't yeah, know if yeah. i just got overshadowed by all the denon releases but if you yeah. take denon's products away there's not you're yeah, not left mo- with the much mo- the most no. exciting thing was the phase integration with serato yeah that was a big um, one yeah yeah if you don't know what that is phase is um it's a tool that you t- essentially attach to a turntable or you can attach it to anything but you attach it to a turntable and it um you know, relates to Serato and you can scratch on it, but you had RCA cables that you had to use before and now it's fully Bluetooth, right? So, but yeah. it sends, it, 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 even to this point, obviously it's still in testing phase with sure. this integration, but it sends a DVS signal. So what it's doing is sending this radio, you know, over a radio signal, um, this, this time code sound, yeah. which is how DVS, if you're used to DVS, how that works. Um, but there's going to be flaws with that. There's fluctuations with it. Yeah. Mm. And they had a lot of issues with, you know, it's a new piece of technology and they had a lot of issues with how it connects using third-party softwares like Serato, Rekordbox, yep. and other DVS-ready softwares. Yep. But all the people that are using Phase, pretty much I'd say probably 99% of them will be using Serato, won't they? Yeah. And, 
you know, that the, the, the community really wanted to adopt this technology because it. What does it do? It stops you know needles from jumping needles, around on the records. Yeah, speeds up setup times. Yeah. It's, it's, it means if there's vibrations in a loud environment, yeah. Yeah. it's not going to mess your setup t- yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, and it was just a cool piece of technology. But they had all these hurdles, and it, they had a bit of a shaky launch and a shaky because it was basically a Kickstarter at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm. Um, but this integration means means a lot, really, for the company, I think. Yeah, I think so, for sure. It now means it's an official partnership that they can work directly with Serato, and it's going to work. So you plug it straight into your laptop with the USB. You don't need any RCAs, and it works through HID mode. So that is exactly the same as if you were to plug a controller into your laptop yep. and control Serato. Yep. This little phase device becomes the controller, which yep. I think is mad. That's like a wireless controller yeah. that's controlling... The, the, the decks on the, the decks, laptop yeah. which yeah. is just crazy mm. um, obviously it's, it's in very early days they said it was in alpha testing which is before, right. beta, before beta and then, then it'll get public release but that is that is an exciting thing because Sometimes. if you imagine I mean if you went to rock up to a club and yeah. you had turntables and a mixer there all you need to do is plug the mixer if it's a Serato mixer which it probably will be with turntables yeah. mixer into your laptop phase box into your laptop put the remotes on the yeah. on the turntables there, a go. there you go off you go so that's mm. that's some yeah, a big shift in technology moving forward. I'm sure. excited to see how the company grows now. 100%. Yeah. I did not expect that no, partnership to... Nice surprise. ...to come out as an official partnership. Yeah. So, huge move for... Looking days. forward to that. Big ups. Tune of the week. All right, frantically, everyone get the Spotify out. <laughs> um, I know mine. So... I, I prepare for this. See, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, tune of the week. I'll go first. So, oh, no. my tune of the week is a UK drill track, and it is by a guy called Digda, and uh, one of my favourite artists, which is H. And the tune is called Eight Mile. And if you want to go and check out the video, it's it's all about you know Eight Mile the film. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's exactly the same as that, and, it, and it, it literally looks like it could be in Eight Mile. It's in a dungeon. Nice. There's two guys battling, and Digda and H are kind of battling Eight Mile style nice. over a UK drill track, super hard track, and. It's on our Spotify playlist um, tune of the day as well, if you want to um, give us a follow on that. But yeah, um, dig that and H, and the tune is called 8 Mile. Nice. nice. Danny, have you got one? Uh, got one I guys. do, yeah. I've got, I've got a few, but I'll, I'll use this one. So it's been out for a while now, but uh, Bring Me The Horizon, Mother Tongue, Subfocus Remix. I've Ooh. always been a fan of Subfocus. His leads and just his sound design in general is amazing. But yeah, it's like a really good remix. Just nice. Subfo- Subfocus is local, isn't it, to us? No. I swear he grew- no? no he's, uh, so maybe I'm thinking of someone London, else. yeah. All right, I'm just looking through my liked songs on Spotify. That's what I did. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, one that stands out. I'm a big fan of Tourist. And I don't know how new yeah. this track is, but a track called Kin. Okay. Do you know it, Danny, or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that quite old now? Or? Uh, I just found it. It was in one of my playlists. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm playing it a lot at the remote, uh, at the moment. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been out a while. Not like yeah. not old anyway, now. Big tune. So just to just to kind of round up this whole sort of podcast around new yeah. equipment and these exciting experiences that we've done, seeing this new equipment, and Nam, really, what do you guys think of the products that have been announced so far this year? I know we're only in January, but Nam is um, usually one of the big ones. I think if this is like a, a taster of what's to come this year, then it's going to be a good year. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I'm, with everything that's I'm, come out. I'm looking forward to getting all the denim stuff here in the office and doing our usual things, putting mixes out and... Yep. Little just demos DJing on it, on it just yeah. DJing on yeah. it and seeing what we can do and showing you guys the capabilities and things like that. Um, well, 
They've um, promised us that, yeah. that we're going to get some in the studio. Yeah. I don't know when. Um, obviously, uh, Denon usually announced stuff, and then it, it's a month later, a few weeks later, before it gets actually released publicly. Yes. Mm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll be in our hands soon, and we can show you more of what it has to offer. I'm really excited for the future of technology in yeah. the DJ industry. I think just, again, Denon are pushing that front massively with their engine operating system inside their players. You know, the whole standalone market is suddenly coming into its own. And yeah. Are we going to need laptops? Are we going to even need anything to support this equipment soon? Are we just going to be streaming? Do we need to even own music? Yeah. There's all these questions that I think are going to be interesting to kind of answer this year and see what happens in the industry. Yeah. I know we get a lot of emails, people asking, how do I use Spotify with DJ equipment? Yeah. How do I use this streaming platform with DJ equipment? Um, and I think that's like the be, answers are coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think yeah. people are starting to listen to, yeah. you know, the next generation of DJs. And I, I honestly think there could be another big shift from, you know, there was a huge shift and a fight back from turntables to CDJs and yeah. CDJs trying to emulate and copy what a turntable did, but Does, in a digital yeah. way. Yeah. And I think we're in, you know, and then there was CDJs to controllers and turntables and CDJs to controllers. Um, and now I think we're in a shift of controllers to standalone technological advanced computer systems that are also DJ. For sure. Equipment. So I think, you know, there's a lot happening this year. I think there's a lot to be excited about. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things to watch out for. Yep. And there's definitely a lot of room for innovation from, from all the companies in the industry. And um, yeah, mm. I mean, let's see what happens. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks so much thanks for listening. Thanks for listening or watching. Thank you. Remember to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Drop us a comment about you know anything you think about the equipment in the industry that's been announced so far this year. Um, what you would have liked to see more of or if there's anything that caught you by surprise. And yeah, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, give us a follow, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. And we'll sort of see you in our next podcast very soon. Thanks yep. a lot. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.